Many of us started a podcast and now we're asking ourselves, okay, now what? And I'm here to help you with the now what part. And that is giving your podcast a purpose. I'm so excited to be hosting my podcasting with purpose workshop, crafting your show to connect and convert on April 3rd. During this workshop, I'm going to help you unlock the full potential of your podcast by crafting a purpose that resonates with your audience. And I'm going to share the three keys that every profitable podcast needs because the purpose of your podcast also needs to be to help your business. I've got some special bonuses for the first 10 people that show up and for the people who come. So be sure to check it out. Head to wildhomepodcasting.com slash purpose to join now. Welcome to the Wild Home Podcast, where we talk about podcasting life and all the wild in between. Join me, Caroline, every week as I share a peek into the world of podcasting and my wildlife as well. Ready? Let's get into it. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I wanted to share a little bit more personal information about me. So I get asked all the time, how do I do it? And I think, you know, I think it's really easy when we talk to people to almost romanticize what their lives are like, right? Kind of like that Instagram feed situation, you know, where you're scrolling and you see everybody's beautiful lives and you're like, oh, it must be so wonderful to be them. And a lot of times when I tell people like, hey, I homeschool and run my own business and they always are like, oh, that's so amazing. You're so amazing. And it's so funny to me because I just feel like a normal mom doing my thing. But I do realize that, you know, I have learned a lot about juggling a lot of things in a meaningful way. And, you know, my priorities are very much, you know, giving my kids this amazing life and also too just feeling fulfilled myself as a person. And part of that was definitely starting this business and keeping it going through everything. And so I just wanted today to kind of dive into how I make everything work and how I manage work and life. And I think this is really important for business owners Uh, who have families. I think this is also really important for people who are trying to figure out how to fit their podcasts into their life because podcasting is pretty time consuming and you kind of have to find space for it and create space for it. And so anyways, come on a journey with me today as we um, dive into a little bit about what my days and life looks like. So I want to tell you a couple of things about myself before we uh, go into how I do each day. I am a mom to two beautiful girls. They are eight and six. My oldest is about to be nine, which is crazy pants. And we have homeschooled pretty much from the beginning. She did pre-K like two days a week. And then when she started kindergarten, we started homeschooling. So with my youngest, when she was entering school age years, we knew that we were going to homeschool. And so we just did that. Uh, We found out right before Christmas that we are pregnant with our third little girl, which is crazy pants, and um, she is going to be born in July, if all goes according to plan. So my uh, daily schedule is is certainly going to get a little crazier, but we're really excited. 
Uh, we live in a nice little house in Colorado, and we can see the mountains from the front of our house. We are big hikers. We love to hike. My kids have hiked up to seven miles. They are beasts when they're not whining and when I have sugar. And they love to to hike and do outdoors. So we try to do a lot of that kind of stuff. We have three dogs, a cat, and three chickens because we're crazy. And we love animals a lot. So uh, they keep me pretty busy. Our puppies we got last year because we weren't going to have any more children. And um, they just turned a year old in November. So they're still a little bit of a handful, but we love them. And they're the perfect hiking buddies. So this is kind of like what I'm working with. (laughs) On top of this, I have a growing and thriving podcast editing and production business. I didn't know when I started this business what it would become, but it has become something amazing. And right now I currently manage on top of my clients, I have three contractors who work with me and help me get things done. And I will talk a little bit more about that and why it is important. So let's start at the beginning. I am an introvert I'm an INFJ on the Myers-Briggs, and I am not a morning person. I have never been one to jump out of bed and be like, good morning, sunshine. For me, it's a gentle roll out, slip my slippers on, and start the cup of coffee. And if you talk to me before that, then you're just asking for trouble. (laughs) So when my kids started getting a little more involved in homeschool, and what I mean by that is, you know, The great thing about homeschooling is you're kind of able to condense it, whereas a kid would spend all day at school, right, in their desk and kind of switching between subjects. We're actually able to get all of that work done in one big chunk of time, usually in the mornings. And as my daughter's getting older, she's having to do more, right? There's more subjects to tackle and things like that. And so I knew that we were going to need more time throughout our day. And as I started looking at my schedule, I realized the the time of day that I wasn't utilizing was the morning. So I decided to become a morning person. And this has been huge for managing my work and life. I get up between 5.30 and 6 most days. I might sleep until 6.30 if I'm feeling super tired because it's still kind of a stretch for me, this whole getting up early. But I will work then from the time I get up. So I'll get up, I'll make my coffee, or right now it's tea because coffee makes me nauseous, which is the saddest thing on the planet. Let's not even talk about that. Make my tea or a big glass of water. And I will go downstairs and sit by the fire and work for... mm, If I wake up at 5.30, I can usually get like two and a half hours in. Um, maybe three. And then um, my kids usually wake up around eight, eight fifteen, And I let them sleep um, because they're growing and that's just their natural rhythm. They seem to do better when they wake up at that time. And so that chunk of time in the morning has become huge. And so what I will usually do is at night before I go to bed, I will actually prepare whatever I need to do uh, to work on for the next in the morning. So like if I know that I need to edit two or three episodes in the morning, I will get all of that audio ready to go. That way, all I have to do in the morning is sit down and edit and just knock it out. And that has been huge. And so 
I usually don't work at night, but a lot of times what I will do is kind of sit down and look at my schedule for the next day and kind of see, okay, what do I need to prepare for the next day? So that way the next day can go rather smoothly. Um, Becoming a morning person has been amazing, actually. I was really resistant to it at first, but now I kind of love it. And my husband has even started getting up super early. He has to go to work. He he usually has to be at work at 630. So he's been getting up even earlier and walking the dogs. And now because of that, even on the weekends, we find ourselves getting up and moving and doing, which, you know, as I mentioned, we love to hike. And so being able to get up early and get out and up into the mountains where we want to go and hike has been really, really invaluable. So, I mean, as much as like 25 year old me is probably cringing because she loved to sleep until like nine, 10 o'clock. Um, I, I think it has been really great for me personally and, just my schedule to be able to wake up that early and and be a morning person. The other thing that has been huge for me, and and again, this is something that was completely against my nature, is is scheduling. And I want to kind of talk about this a little bit in terms of having a daily rhythm. So one of the big kind of concepts that you'll hear a lot of times with homeschoolers is having a rhythm throughout your day. So not necessarily like a hardcore schedule, like at 9.30 we do this, at 10 we do this, but having a flow and a rhythm to your day so you know that at about each time of day you're going to do something. And as my business started to get busier and required more of my time, I found myself working kind of in between things in a very non-productive way. So like between lunch and you know, or after school in between lunch, I would like try and sneak something in or between my kids nap time and time to start dinner. Like I would try and squeeze something in there. And I just found myself kind of running to my computer a lot. And it was very, very (laughs) disruptive. And also like my kids were starting to notice that I was working a lot which to me was interesting because I didn't feel like I was working very much at all, you know, because I was having to squeeze it in. And so one of the first things I did was say, okay, we need to get on like the same page as a family as to what our days are going to look like. And I literally sat down and wrote down how I wanted a daily schedule to work. And it seems really type A, which is completely opposite of what I am. I'm I'm very much a creative thrives in chaos kind of person. Um, I mean, if you could see my desk right now, you would know that that's true because it is a hot mess, but I know where everything is. I've got notes, you know, whatever. And I've never been one to actually make a schedule, but in doing so, what it did was it provided me with knowing that, okay, I'm going to work in the morning and then I'm going to work in the afternoon and then I'm going to work in the evening at this time. And nothing is going to happen in between work-wise unless it's absolutely necessary. And that has really cut down on me running to my computer all the time. That's also kind of helped homeschool a lot because by creating those separate times and like saying, okay, this time is sacred. It's been really, really great. And I've told my team, like, hey, in the mornings, we're doing homeschool. That's sacred. Like, if I don't respond, handle it. 
and it's worked really well. So I usually will put my phone in a different room. Um, I might have my computer open just because we're usually pulling resources and stuff, but I generally won't do anything that requires taking my attention away from them, right? So we have this little printout of what this rhythm is kind of supposed to look like with general times. And it's on our little board that we have downstairs in the homeschool room. And just by having that, it helps me to kind of just flow throughout the day. And now my kids know what's going to happen when. So they know that in the afternoons, I'm going to work. That's their free time. That's their play time. And it really has worked out great. So I, although I think, you know, scheduling can be overdone, I think when you have a lot in your life to balance during the day, it can really help take off a lot of that pressure and a lot of that stress that maybe you're feeling. Now, one of the last things I want to talk about is learning to let go. And this has been a huge one for me, huge, because I like to do everything. (laughs) I'm a bit of a control freak, which is really funny because I didn't know that about myself, but I just like things done a certain way. And this this bleeds into a lot of areas of my life, not just work, but also like home. Like, you know, I like, I like cooking done a certain way. I like the laundry done a certain way, you know? So, but I've, when I started working with my business coach this year, the first thing we kind of talked about was how I needed to let go and I needed to trust that people could do a good job for me. And that is exactly what I have done. And It has been the best thing in the world. So as I mentioned, I have a couple people on my team, well, three people actually, and Jessica, who if you ever email about wanting information about our services, she's the one who's going to answer you. She has been just so invaluable to freeing up a lot of space in my life. And she had been working for me for a while, but I found that I was still kind of holding on tightly to a lot of things that I was doing. And so one of the things that I have learned to do is to let go and trust that she knows her job really well. She's very good at it. She knows what she needs to do. Everybody else knows exactly what they need to do. And so what this has allowed is for me to be able to step away when stuff happens. You know, for instance, my daughter was in the hospital last May and I still had to work. I sat in the hospital and worked while she was recovering. And I didn't, I don't want to do that. Like when my kid needs me, I want to be there 110%. And so putting into place systems and people who can take over when I need to be gone has been invaluable. The cool thing about it too, is it's allowed me a lot more flexibility with my day. So like today I wanted to go visit one of my friends and I was able to step away for two hours and nothing drastic or major happened. Um, There were questions for me when I came back, but everything got handled and it's freed up a lot of my brain space. And that is super important when you're juggling a lot. If, If you feel like you have so much crammed into your brain that you are having to keep track of all the time, then you're not doing any one thing really, really well. And that's exactly what was happening to me. I was finding that things were slipping through the cracks. Um, I was forgetting to remind my kids to brush their hair. You know, I was forgetting to email that one person back. And it was happening a lot because 
my brain was just so overloaded. And so handing things off has has really, really helped free up, free up that brain space so I can really focus on my priorities and the things that really, really matter. Um, as far as like how I do this at home, I never go to the grocery store anymore. I always order groceries. That has been such a huge help. Um, and we haven't had a house cleaner before, but this is something that we are exploring, especially with the baby coming. Um, just because I am so busy and it's hard to stay on top of everything and now add on to that that I'm pregnant. My kids and my husband help out a lot around the house, which is really, really great. But, you know, it's hard to do all that deep cleaning stuff when you've, you know, don't have the time. So, you know, just finding things even in my daily life that I can let go of and let other people take control of um, has been really important too. The other thing that has been huge has been giving myself grace and kind of getting to this place of understanding that simple is better. Um, and if you want to dive kind of more into this idea, I really highly recommend that you follow Ali Kazaza and I will put her information in the show notes. But she has a course called Unburned that I did last fall. And I signed up for the course because I was feeling burdened, you know, weighed down by a lot of things. And one of the things I really learned in her course is that I've really got to simplify pretty much everything. And so I've kind of been not just simplifying my clothes and my house, but simplifying our day. You know, we don't have to do everything in one day, especially where school is concerned. Simplifying that schedule, simplifying my phone, you know, putting my phone down more and not accessing. I took Facebook off my phone completely. And that has really helped as well. And um, I would just highly recommend if you're feeling like you don't know how to kind of create space in your life, I would highly recommend you go check that out because it's really helped just shift my perspective and understand that like we don't have to do everything. We just have to prioritize what's really, really important to us and do those things. So yeah, it's not like magic. I'm not amazing uh, unicorn business owner, mom, whatever. I mean, I have bad days and I have days where it feels hard. And then I have days where everything flows and it's wonderful. And you just have to learn to go with the flow and to trust that all the systems that you've set in place will work for you. And they will, and they do because we've taken the time to do them. So, and specific tools that I use, just in case you're wondering how I stay organized, um, Trello is huge. Uh, Everything for my business is in Trello. Um, I even have my daily schedule in Trello, just so people know what I'm doing. And then I have a whole homeschool board uh, where I manage our homeschool curriculum and what my kids need to be working on in Trello. So that's huge. And then uh, we use Google Calendar a lot. And my husband and I have a shared Apple Calendar, so he can put all of his work stuff on there. That's been really helpful. I do have a planner that I use some, um, but I find that a lot of times I can kind of stick with Trello and it does really well for me. So those are the tools I use and that is how I manage work and life. I would love to hear what are some tips or tricks that you have for managing your work and life. And uh, if you want to ask me any questions about anything I've talked about, you can DM me on Instagram at wild home podcasting or shoot me an email And you can just head to the website to find our contact form. And I will be back with a new episode next week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. 
To stay in the know, head to wildhomepodcasting.com and be sure to connect with me on Instagram at wildhomepodcasting. See you next week.